0: Welcome to the Love Is Coming podcast, the must-listen show for single women struggling to attain or sustain a romantic relationship. I'm your host, Persia Lawson, author, speaker, and according to the Times Magazine, one of the UK's most successful love coaches. Before that, I was a serial cheat and obsessive love addict, but I'm now a bride-to-be and in the best relationship of my life. So if you're trying to do the work on your love life, you are definitely in the right place. But here on the Love Is Coming podcast, we serve your education with a side of entertainment. Expect serious stuff talked about not so seriously, solo agony on episodes with yours truly, and guest episodes showcasing some of the best in the beers in ways you've never seen them before. So, got a dating dilemma? Swiping right, but haven't yet found Mr. Right? Then let's get raw, real, and a little bit inappropriate. Because love is coming for your baby in more ways than one. Hello! Welcome to the first official episode of the Lover's Coming podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you here. So, one of the questions that I get asked most often on Instagram is from people who say that they are always picking the wrong romantic partner. And they want to know, how do I find the right partner for me? Because let's face it, like so many of us have experienced that thing where you meet someone new and they might seem perfect on paper, aka great in theory, but not necessarily great in practice. Um, I've certainly experienced that many times. I've also experienced, you know, someone who, right off the bat, they didn't even look good on paper. I don't know what I was thinking, but you know, such is life. So if you are someone who struggles to get past the three-month mark with someone new, or you feel like the ones that you were into always end up ghosting you or messing you around, or you rarely seem to connect with someone that you actually even fancy in the first place, then this is the episode for you. Now in it, I'm going to be sharing the number one reason you are not meeting eligible potential partners. I'm going to be sharing the secret to attracting the right guy or girl for you, whatever you're into, and also how to know if the right guy will stay the right guy. So my intention is by the end of this episode, you will be able to discern who will and won't be a good fit. And you will have complete faith and trust that three months into a new love story, you or they will not be looking for the nearest exit strategy or just, you know, exit. So let's dive in, shall we? Okay, so first off, the number one reason you are not meeting eligible potential partners, this is so bloody simple. You are not clear on what you want. If you are vague and say things like, I just want a relationship, I just want a boyfriend, I just want a girlfriend, whatever it is, you are so vague, like that's what you will get. You might, and we might not even get that because you are not, clear on firstly, like, why do I want that relationship? In fact, that's that's a little bonus step I'm going to put in. You have got to understand why do you want that person, that partner, that relationship? What's in it for you? Because let's be honest, if we have had a series of failed relationships behind us, and there's been loads of heartache and pain, your brain associates having a relationship with pain, struggle, stress fear, all of those things. So you've got to get clear on like what actually is in it for you. Like why would you want to have that partner or relationship? And something that's going to help you is then creating a list of how you want that relationship to feel. You may have had relationships in the past that at times they felt absolutely incredible and magical. But, you know, there was a reason for the breakup, let's be honest. So you need to re-plug in to what felt good about that relationship. And are there other feelings that you feel like, actually, I don't know if I've actually experienced that in a relationship and I would really love to. So make a list of how you want the relationship to feel. Once you've done that, and you're also clear on why you want that relationship in the first place, like what is it going to add to your life? then you want to get clear on like, what type of partner do you want? What are those, inter- like, don't worry about like, you know, six foot three, blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about these sort of external superficial qualities. You can say something like, look, I'm someone I'm really attracted to. Keep it like that, you know, make it more focused on your experience of the person and who that person is on the inside. Because this is how you have a healthy, soulful, lasting relationship is that you don't just focus on aesthetics because trust me, it does not work. You have to, for, it, for a relationship to be sustainable, there has to be more substance. There has to be more substance. So I want you to get super clear what are those ideal qualities in a partner and which for you are non-negotiable. Write it down. Okay, moving swiftly on. The secret to att- attracting the right guy or girl for you. Now this, honestly, what I'm about to share with you, completely changed my life, completely changed my life and is probably the number one reason I have the relationship that I have today. So the secret is to stop trying to find the right partner, stop trying to find the right partner and instead become the right partner. I'll say that again. Stop trying to find the right partner and instead focus all your energy, time and attention on becoming the right partner and creating a life for you that feels how you want the relationship to feel. Because when you get into that space and that mindset, which is so bloody different to the the sort of dominant mindset out there right now, which is like, you know, get on an app and shop for a partner. I just want to be clear. I'm not averse to apps. I think apps can be great, but I think it's always the intent, the intention that we have when we come to an app. And, and often it can just be quite superficial and it feels like quite like, like a junkie. Like I remember when I was on the apps years ago, Um, and I, I just felt like I was shopping for someone and I felt like so adrenalized and I just felt like a junkie. And it, that is not a great state to be, you know, calling in your partner that you want to spend whether the rest of your life with, or, you know, you want to have whatever, whatever you want. It's not a great energy to be coming from. So you want to you want to come into a relationship or any love story or really any meeting with someone, whether or not you have one date and you never see each other again. Remember, this is a human being I see before me, a human being. And my job is to like, not just think, what can I get out of this? What can I get from this person? Can I get this person to fancy me? What can I bring? What can I bring to this energetic exchange? There's a line in um, a very new age text that you may or may not have heard from, the text is called A Course in Miracles. And it says, only what I am not giving can be lacking in any situation. Only what I am not giving can be lacking in any situation. If you think about that, when you approach your love life, you know, so many of us, uh, because we've been geared up with the, sort of the way the media and just the way that the world operates, what can I get? What can I get? What can I get? What can I bring? What can I give? Give my attention. Give my curiosity, you know, to be honest, those things, are, those things in and of themselves will, will be set you apart from most other people, trust me. So that's it. You, it takes a lot of focus to become the right person. And what you can do is you can look at that list that you wrote in uh, the step one about getting clear on how you want the relationship to feel and the ideal qualities you want to call in in, a, in your ideal romantic partner. You look at the qualities in the partner and you go, right, my job is to become all of those things my job is not to find someone who's got those qualities. My job is to become all of those things. Your work will be cut out for you. And when you look at the the um, the feelings, how you want your ideal relationship to feel, instead of going and trying to find a partner who can fit into your little curriculum of what you want, you need to make your own life feel that. And then by the power of the law of attraction and magnetism and all those magical things, you will start to attract people who are in that energy and in that vibration it totally makes sense like people who whinge and complain all the time they tend to attract each other people who are you know achieving great things in the world they also tend to attract each other so that's that's what you want to really monopolize on this idea that like attracts like so you need to become the partner you want to attract and make your life feel the way you want that romantic relationship to feel I mean, honestly, if you take nothing from any episodes of the podcast that I do ever again, please get this because this alone will change your life. However, please keep listening to the podcast as well, of course. Okay, so next, how to know if the right guy will stay the right guy. So of course, listen, the fact is the game of love, like the game of life, it is, uh, It's everything's a bit of a gamble, everything's a bit of a risk because that is what life by definition is. Like, there are no guarantees or certainties, but you absolutely can stack the odds in your favor. Like, I can certainly say, since I've been working on myself, I'm a lot more lucky than I used to be. Things don't constantly go wrong. In fact, my life does keep just getting better and better. So, when it comes to uh, you know, is this person going to stay the right par- person? What you want to be thinking about, and you want about, like, really, this is all about thinking about this stuff before you get into the relationship or start dating someone so that, you know, you don't fall into things that are the wrong fit from the bloody get-go. So you want to be thinking in terms of compatibility. You want to be thinking in terms of teammates. When I met Joe, we were at um, a festival, wilderness festival, and I bloody love festivals. They're one of the most special things to me. And to him as well and so you know I wasn't even consciously thinking of this when we were at the festival but uh, I had been doing so much work on my love life that I think it just sort of ha- happened organically and automatically because of all that work I've been doing but we became essentially like teammates at this festival and we had such an adventure and it just it just fit we just worked together in all honesty I didn't think I'd ever see him again because I, you know, I was at a festival. I just thought it was like, Oh, a little fun person to hang around with and smooch and go on an adventure with. Um, and that actually really helped because I didn't have, you know, I wasn't doing that thing where I was walking myself down the aisle on the first date and imagining, you know, what our kids would look like, or for me more like what our dog would look like. But I digress. So that's what I want you to be thinking about. Compatibility, teammates. This is the only way a relationship can be sustainable. What I like to say is what they say in Asia. Joe and I have spent a lot of time in Asia. Same, same, but different. You want to have enough similarities that, you know, you get on and you enjoy the same things, but you want to have enough differences that um, it keeps it spicy and interesting. It always reminds me of that beautiful book by um, Carl Hill Gibran called The Prophet. And he says of marriage, but this totally applies to relationships as well. He says, be like the pillars of the temple, you know, don't stand too close together, but you are support, essentially you're supporting this structure that is the marriage or the relationship. So you're, you're in it together but you're not like this, you're not like right next to each other. There has, and he says, there must be something like there must be space in your togetherness. Let it be a moving shore between a, a moving sea between the shores of your soul or souls or something beautiful like that. Um, and that's what I want you to think about as well. When you meet someone, that there's enough of the, the differences that it makes it exciting and interesting, but there's got to be enough of similarities. And one of those things has to be like, do you want similar things for your future. Like one of my relationships broke up because at some point I imagined I would want to get married and have kids, not at the time and he said no, I absolutely know that I don't. And that was really painful because we did really get on. But, you know, how many times have you stayed in a relationship when you know you want different things but you're just too scared to to walk away and then it just means that one of the inevitably like that is only going to be able to last for so long and you do walk away or they walk away it's so much harder because you've spent the last 6 months year however many years clinging on to something that deep down in your gut you know is not right so it's really important the way that you you know you can get an idea of whether or not you're compatible with someone very simple in the early dates you just sort of ask them you don't say um, are, are we compatible you just ask them what they're into and you you get a sense of like what their personality type is like what are their strengths and weaknesses and you know, how does that fit with yours? Like, and this is where you really have to just tune into your intuition. Does this feel like this could be, a, like, we could be teammates one day? Like, does this feel like there's a natural sense of compatibility? Or is it that I'm just super attracted to this person? We don't have, actually have anything in common. And if if I didn't fancy them physically, then I certainly would not be hanging out with them as a friend. Ha! How many times have we been in that situation? Bloody loads, if you're me um, and many of my clients as well. So that's what, that's another really handy tip you can ask yourself. If I didn't want to bonk this person, would I want to hang out with them as friends? Would they be one of my best friends? And I knew with Joe, the minute I met him, I was like, oh my God, I mean, I fancied him so much physically and there was definitely chemistry there. But like, even now I'm like, oh, he'd be one of my best friends for sure. If we weren't, oh, I was going out, we're actually engaged. (laughs) We would be best friends for sure. So that's another really good question to ask yourself. So, yes, same, same, but different. Um, I'll just share a little bit more on that, actually, because a lot of people always ask me, like, okay, so specifically, how does that show up with me and Joe? So, you know, we have the similar interests. We love festivals, as I've said, obsessed with dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are a very big part of our relationship, which sounds weird. Um, Not kinkily, not in a kinky sense, but just sort of we love Jurassic Park. Joe's worked on Jurassic World, the movie. They're kind of our sign. They show up all over the place. I won't bore you with it now because we'll be here all day. He plays guitar. Um, I play guitar badly and I sing. So we are like the little, you know, one day we may have a little Von Trapp situation going on. Um, what else do we love to do? We're both very sociable. We love spending time with friends. He loves to cook. I love to eat. Win-win. Um, and then the difference is, I mean, he is far less controlling than me. Um, definitely I'm control is something I struggle with a little bit a little bit of a control freak if you relate do hook me up let me know um Joe is also like (laughs) I, I mean I don't even know how to explain how messy he is but let's just say when I moved in with him I had many a breakdown it was like because I'm quite frankly anally neat Um, and I found it really quite traumatic. That was a quite, that was probably one of the biggest obstacles I've had to work through in our relationship, how messy he is. And listen, when there is always going to be a difference with the person that you're dating slash in a relationship with, there's going to be some differences that are really fucking hard to navigate. And this is what you need to ask yourself. How important is it? are the positives that I get out of this relationship, do they outweigh this negative that I'm really struggling with? So when I, and I really had to sit with that when I moved in with Joe particularly. Um, and the answer was, yeah, because you know, he is such like, he's my best friend. We get on so well. I trust him. He's loyal. Like all of these things, it just more than makes up for how very, very, very messy he is um but whereas if someone is has cheated on you and you don't trust them that's for me having gone through that or ha- having been on both sides of that that is it's not impossible i know many people who have gone past that um but once the trust goes it's really hard to get it back um but it is possible so you have to you have to ask these questions for yourself and sometimes it's a really hard question it's it can be really difficult um when something traumatic or horrible has happened in your relationship and you have to get honest and real with yourself. Um so yeah ultimately I do believe that Joe and I are super compatible. We make a great team and actually over time we've been together over five years now the areas that used to be like really trip me up um in in terms of our differences are actually things that make us a better team now. Because it's like you know, I've got a team who support me with my work. And it would be no good if they were all good at the same things as me. Our strength as as a um, a unit is made up in the fact that we are good at different things, and we have weaknesses in different areas. So where one of my team is strong, I am weak, and vice versa. Um, and that is exactly how it you know it should be in romantic relationships. That is the sign of a healthy relationship. But only you can decipher you know what feels what feels healthy and something that you can work through together and what feels like, no, this is just never going to end well. You have to make that decision. Your intuition will guide you. So my loves, that's uh, that's about it for now. I hope that this has been helpful please do come and tell me in my free Facebook group, Persia's Love Hub, which of the three tips resonated for you the most and how you intend to implement that tip. How are you going to put it into practice? So the link to the Facebook groups is in the show notes. And if you are new to the group, please make sure that you answer the joining questions in order to get access. So I want to finish by reminding you, that if I can get the right guy for me, you can absolutely get the right guy for you. It is possible. But you just need to understand that, you know, stop expecting perfection, basically. Understand that differences are not a bad thing, there's something to be celebrated, but only you can decide what, what differences and similarities are going to be a good fit for you and what not. If you apply the tools and the techniques that I have shared with you today, I promise you there is no reason why your love life wouldn't improve. Honestly there really, really is no reason why it wouldn't improve. Good. Okay. So that's about it. Make sure that you tune in next Tuesday where I will be sharing how to not just be loved by a guy, but adored by a guy. See you then. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope these episodes help you find dates that become mates and flings that become things with men who are ready, willing, and able to actually commit. Please be sure to like, share, subscribe, and leave me a review if you're getting value from these episodes. This helps the podcast rank higher so that it can reach other people who want or need the support. To have your question answered, send it over to podcast at persialawson.com and we'll get to it ASAP. And if you want to learn how to court consciously during COVID and call in the healthy, happy relationship you desire and deserve, don't forget to download my free audio training called The Fastest Way to Meet Your Soulmate over at getyoursoulmate.com forward slash free training. The link is also in the show notes for this podcast episode. So see you next week. I release a new episode every Tuesday. But until then, remember, love is coming for you. So surrender to the festival that is life on planet Earth and trust that what misses you was not meant for you and what's meant for you will not miss you, including your soulmate.